I'm Athena Silver. I'm Anya River. And we are the Rebel Crow. Athena is a professional psychic medium and tarot reader, among other things. Anya is a tarot reader and an astrologer, among other things. We are so excited to invite you to check out our weekly podcast, where we have fun talking about magic, tarot, mythology, astrology, and everything witchy. Find us on YouTube and on all major podcasting platforms at the Rebel Crow Psychic Show. Um, we put out a podcast episode weekly. Um, you can find more information at rebelcrowpsychicshow.com. Everyone, welcome back. We're the Rebel Crows with your host, Athena Silver. Hi, everybody. I'm on your river. Now, in the words of the late, great Walter Mercado, mucho, mucho amor, we are talking about air signs and astrology tonight. Um, we have a lot cooked up for you guys. We're going to be talking about the constellation stories and how they came across and the three notable signs of the air, of air, the zodiac. Um, aren't you excited, Anya? I love this topic so much, and as somebody who is double air sign, I've got air signs <laughs> up and down my chart. <laughs> this is fun for me. <laughs> so we'll be right back. Stay with me. Let's get into the episode. We're talking about the air signs. Um, there are 12 zodiac signs in the calendar that encompass all of us um, as human beings through our birth month. Um, Anya, why don't you tell us a little bit more about the air signs and what we should know, you know, the basics getting into the zodiac and astrology as a whole. Sure, yeah. So we're going to talk about air signs tonight. So we're going to leave it to the Geminis, the Libras, and the Aquariuses. And happy birthday, Aquarius. We love you. I'm an Aquarius, so happy birthday <laughs> to me as well. <laughs> Definitely. And, uh, so as a, as a whole, so the, we're talking about the group of air. You have people who are very communicative, um, revolutionary. Uh, we have in our, in our commonality, we're very philosophical beings. Um, you know, air sign is, is about thought and communication. So, you know, those, those two elements come down to each of the air signs. So we're very philosophical. And a lot of times what runs across the board of these three signs is that, you know, we could sit there and, and think and think and think for hours and hours and hours. And sometimes the downside of all three sides is there's a little less action. <laughs> yeah, I, see, I, find air, I find air signs very spiritual as well. That the, yeah. because of, they have that philosopher, that seeking mentality, it's like they look for things that are intangible, you know, and yeah. like to quantify what they mean and to bring more understanding to themselves. So it's interesting you say that. Yeah, it's very, it's one of our favorite pastimes, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to stop saying our, I'll try to keep it, you know, impersonal, but, you know, it's, it's something that like, the air signs could just sit there all day and just, and philosophize. <laughs> Can yeah. you say that word? You know what I'm talking no, about. No, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So yeah. So as a whole, that's kind of where, where we're all at. And then there's differences, individual differences across the board. And of course, 
you have to keep in mind if you are new to astrology, the sun sign is not the complete chart. There's so many planets in your chart. Um, and so, you know, there's so many different um, aspects of this, right? So this is not, we're not just, we're, if you are thinking from a perspective of just only the sun sign, um, it's not a complete story. No, people are yeah. more complex. Yeah, but, so, but the sun sign is a good overall, you know, generalizer for the, for the exterior. Yeah, no, I agree with you. So why don't we get into it? Why don't we start off by talking about Gemini tonight? Yes. So <laughs> um, let's talk about the days for Gemini. If you were born between May 20th and June 20th, you're a Gemini. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, we're going to talk about more, most notable Geminis being Marilyn Monroe, Johnny Depp is a Gemini, um, Angelina Jolie, and JFK, all notable Geminis. Um, these people are usually very social and they, they can do like multitasking pretty well. Um, they're very hardworking people and usually very funny, quick-witted. Um, the story that that accompanies this constellation sign. Again, we got Zeus, who is hoeing around again, and we're talking about another one of his offsprings, not <laughs> from his wife. <laughs> um, for the, the story of Gemini, Zeus comes down in the guise of a swan coming to get his freak on. Um, he meets up with the, Spar the queen of Sparta, and they have a child coincidentally enough by an egg these kids were born from an egg you know the greeks they have some interesting takes on you know fertility <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> um anyway so so zeus watches over these kids um it's their twins that were born from the egg and um one of them unfortunately passes away and zeus felt for that child, the, the, remaining, the remaining child, and felt very sorry for them. So he lifted them up and put them in the sky to become, you know, the Gemini constellation. This way that those children would be able to split their time between the stars and Hades. Um, so mm -hmm. they weren't just constantly in Hades. It was like giving them a second chance to be together. So. Yeah. It's a beautiful story. It's kind of sad. It's definitely dramatic. It's got a little of everything, I think, when it comes to, <laughs> you know, a good tragedy. Well, a little of everything is so Gemini. <laughs> I agree. Very Geminian. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, so Gemini is a mutable sign and it's the end of the season. And so that's exactly what mutable means. It's uh, mutable people are very, very good with change. They're very good with change. And, and that's one of the reasons why Geminis tend to be such social butterflies and why they blend in in places and with different kinds of people. And, you know, it's just a very affable, like childlike, you know, I think of early spring, kind of early summer, you know, um, just this like pan kind of energy, you if know, you like think, if you think about the ones, the notable uh, Geminis that we spoke about, most of them are actors, politicians, you mm -hmm. know, you're right. They're able to slip into other, you know, roles pretty easily and take things on. Yeah. And that's because of, so I want to, I want you to understand though, the biggest thing is that it's about their ability. It's not, it's not a slipperiness. 
It's about, mm -hmm. it's about truly their ability to understand how the dynamics work around them. And then they're able to access those parts of themselves to reflect that back. It's like, they're just really, really good with people, you know? Yeah. Um, and that has to do with the communication aspect too, because you have their ruling planet is Mercury. Mercury rules communication. Therefore, Geminis are just expert communicators, mm -hmm. you know? So this is like, um, but that, that's sort of almost the, the downside, you know, the shadow is also always playing off of the strengths because a lot of times one of Gemini's most stereotypical um, criticisms is that they're flaky or slippery, you know? Yeah. And I, I really think that that's a misunderstanding in most cases. I mean, there's, you know, one twelfth of the population is a Gemini. So we can't say that about everybody, <laughs> but, you know. Yeah, but they trait, also seem to have a lot of things going on at once. There are a lot yeah. of things to a lot of different people. Yeah, a lot of balls in the air at once. Yeah. And, um, and you know, and that can, that can be seen as a negative thing by people who don't understand, you know, and that's one of the themes through the air signs is that I think, especially for Gemini and Aquarius, it can be easily misunderstood by people. Yeah. You know, because there's, there's just like such a big difference there. So um, I wanted to bring out the card for Gemini because each sign has a ruling tarot card. And Ooh. this is the lovers. And the lovers, so one of the reasons why the lovers is the card for Gemini is because it's about twins and Gemini is the twins. So what the idea is behind this is, you know, from a very simplified perspective, it's that this, you know, these two human figures in the car, the man and the woman, the woman is, um, you know, obviously they're a pair. So it's like a twin, you know, kind of imagery right there, even though they're the lovers, yeah. they're two halves of a whole, you know, um, the woman is pointing up a little bit. She's more looking up and that's an intuitive um, position and the man is pointing down or, you know, looking forward and he represents physicality. So it's about the duality coming in and creating a whole, which is what Gemini is all about. And then you have the angel above. This is Raphael who is represented by air, which is, you know, again, Gemini's ruling element. And, um, this is a, this is, the messages are coming down from the Archangel Raphael into, into the pair through the woman. And that's, you know, that's representing the communication piece, which is what Gemini really, really excels at. Yeah. So this is the intuitive um, messages from above. So it's a beautiful card for Gemini and, and Gemini. I have so much respect for Gemini. And I was one of those ones who misunderstood Gemini deeply. And now I feel yeah. like I have a much greater understanding. So Definitely. I really I, love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think there it's a little bit bittersweet for the Geminis. Ultimately, at the, the core base of them, they just want to be loved, you know. And yeah. But they're constantly at, at odds with themselves between the love that they feel is like idealized, like what they really want, the romanticized version versus the, the type that they get. It's back to that misunderstanding that people have with who they are. I think that could be partially because of 
because of the duality that Gemini expresses so much, if there's mm-hmm. anything off balance in that particular individual, it can be felt even more. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's just a does. thought. It's a thought. <laughs> well, all right, let's move on to Libra. All right, you beautiful Libras. You, if you are a Libra, you find yourself born between September 22nd and October 22nd. My dad's a Libra. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. You tell me a lot and I always forget. <laughs> He's a cusp. Um, so notable, very notable um, Libras are Eminem, the rapper, uh, Vladimir Putin, Confucius, <laughs> Big Willie Will Smith, and Kim Kardashian. Um, that's a the, mixed group there. <laughs> it is. It is. Um, Libra, Libras are very um like beautiful people typically they they're usually very happy and like generous and charming um it's just you have to be careful with their charm because they can snow you over and hang out and do other things behind that charm (laughs) so it, it depends on the libra um but when we get into the constellation story about Libra, there is not much there, unfortunately. Um, Libra, the constellation has been known um, to many different um, civilizations for about 3,000 years, probably a bit more. It was used in navigation. Um, it represents the balance between nature and justice. But unfortunately, there is no story or, or myth associated with this particular constellation. None that I could find, at the very least. Well, that's interesting. But, we'll yeah, have to look a, into that. Yeah, yeah that's definitely. Uh, surprising. So um, Libra is a cardinal sign. And this is the beginning of the season. Sorry, excuse me. So uh, Libra, has because it's a cardinal sign, it has... Um, a big gusto of this, this like creative energy and not as much staying power. Yeah. So that's a, that's a huge thing that, that goes into the psyche of Libra, I think. Now Libras have a very, okay, this is, it's going to be hard to explain a little bit, but here's where I think Libras get misunderstood. So Libras have this, um, diplomacy (laughs) yeah oh it's diplomacy all right very fair-minded people I have most of my planets in Libra unfortunately I feel like it's a little bit it it gets frustrating I think for people sometimes because there is this sense of like I I am so impartial about situations that I find it hard not to see the other point of view almost to a fault right so I I typically like so I I really identify with Libra a lot because I have so many planets in Libra and one of my one of my most annoying things even to myself is that I will consistently say I hate to play devil's advocate but and then (laughs) And then you can understand how that's very annoying to a friend who wants to vent to you. And you're just like, you hear it. And you're like, I hate this I because I can see the other side. I for that. <laughs> About me? As said friend. <laughs> you can vouch for that. It's, I, know I can. It's, 
it's, it's irritating even to myself because sometimes, and this is such a Libra energy, you know, um, sometimes I'll even do it to myself. And I was yeah. doing it as I was writing this out earlier today. And I was like, I can't even stop from doing it to myself. <laughs> like, like, what is this? But they make fine lawyers, you know, because you, yeah. can, you can sort of like be impartial and, and, you know, take in all of this information, you know, and this is not to say about the rest of, you know, we're not just analytical people all the time. You know, they're very, uh, we, you know, appreciate beauty, Libras uh, appreciate relationships. Um, they're also very affable people. So usually get along with a large number of groups of people. Right. So, yeah. But on the bad side, you know, we can we can have a hard time making up our minds because we see all sides of things. So so it can manifest into um, indecision or not moving forward. But weirdly enough, like sometimes it looks like people pleasing, but it's not. Like the Gemini's will people please, but the Libras won't. They won't do something because they just don't want to do it or that it just don't see the value in it. Right. So I wanted to show you the card for Libra is, of course, justice. Not surprised. (laughs) (laughs) Me neither. (laughs) And justice has, I'm not good with left and right, but justice has, um, well, in one of his hands, he has a sword. And in the other hand, he has a scale. And one is pointing up, the sword is pointing up and the scales are pointing down and the pillars, you know, kind of represent to me like truth and like tradition and, you know, all these like very pillary things, (laughs) holding up the pillars of society. Yeah, very, very, um, you know, so, so uh, even and level headed. Us Libras. (laughs) A little boring. Sorry, guys. Well, you know, not all of the zodiacs can be as vibrant as some of the more dramatic ones. You know, mm-hmm. Leos, you know who you are. Uh, <laughs> Scorpios, Virgos, <laughs> you people too. <laughs> but it's all out of love. Come on, guys. It's what makes us all different and unique and vibrant, you know? Yeah. Right. So, anyway, let's get on to our last sign. Let's talk about Anya because she's What's an Aquarius. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you are an Aquarius, you were born between January 19th and February 19th. Um, you are the sign of the water bearer. Uh, typically, they are known for being very humanitarian, caring, generous, lighthearted, kind of fun. Um, the most Notable ones that we have are my favorite, Bob Marley, uh, Oprah, and Ashton Kutcher, and Michael Jordan. There you go. Quite a mix. <laughs> so, um, with, with the constellation story of Aquarius, this time, yes, it involves Zeus, but this time he is keeping his pants on. So, no. Good for Zeus. <laughs> I know he's not philandering at any point. Nobody is getting shook down by him. This is a different type of Zeus story. <laughs> um, Zeus is just chilling, walking around. He sees a, a very young prince, one of the princes of Troy, and goes, 
that guy looks like he could carry a cup. I would like him to be a cup bearer. I think, like, in my mind, it's like a pimp cup situation. So it's like a mm-hmm. bejeweled chalice thing, like, carry my cup, boy. <laughs> you know? <laughs> That's where my mm-hmm. mind goes, you know? is this kid walking around with a bejeweled cup. Um, <laughs> anyway, so they brought him back to um, Zeus's house in, on Mount Olympus to meet his wife, Hera. And you all know about Hera. She's a little frigid. Uh, <laughs> she didn't really get along with the new cup bearer. She was not about him it was jealousy i think yeah you know no but she doesn't get anybody to carry around her fancy cup that's um, gotta be it <laughs> yeah but you know what hera has it hard because her man is never home so mm-hmm. i feel for her yeah you know? well yeah she must She's be got how many how many stepchildren does she have now <laughs> oh boy you don't even oh, oof <laughs> Uh, so anyway, uh, this guy did such a good job with his bearing of the cup. Um, and Zeus invited him as an honor to use the cup to let down and pour rain and gave him the honor of being known as the rain god. So, you know, I guess he was bearing that cup better than everybody, you know, God That's status. Beautiful. That's beautiful. <laughs> I love it. Thank you. Yeah. So um, Aquarius is a fixed sign and that's right smack in the middle of the season. And I would say that that means that there's like staying power or whatever, but I really feel like we blow with the wind guys. <laughs> I can vouch for that. <laughs> I'm, an, I'm a, an earth sign. So anybody being late is a little annoying to me, but you know, you guys do air hey. signs, take it to a whole nother level. <laughs> I'm pretty good about being on time. Depends whether I have the kids or not. But anyway, <laughs> if you have an Aquarius in your life, if you're out there and you have an Aquarius in your life, I'm going to make a bet that you probably don't understand them. And <laughs> that's okay. No, probably not. We are known for being walking contradictions. If you look at two of the biggest um, signs that were walking contradictions, we're ruled by Saturn and Uranus, and these are very, very, very different planets. You know, Saturn is the keeper of time and death and, you know, like just taxes and very like rigid. And yeah. And then you have Uranus, who is the only planet that rotates up and down horizontally. Right. So there you know that we're just we're not. We're not the people, they always say about Aquarius that we march to our own drum beat, but I take offense to that cliche and say we march to the beat of our own synth. (laughs) 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 We get compared to aliens a lot, you know? Yeah, yeah, I see it. There's good reasons for that, though. I I read somewhere once that I was like, I love whoever wrote this. They said that the reason for that is because we're 10 years ahead of our time. And that's difficult oh. to, that's difficult to be, you know, in the world when you're 10 years ahead. And I don't mean that in a way, in a sense of saying the Aquariuses are better. We're just like in, living in the future somehow, you know, like, like it's just where we're oriented. Yeah, it's so, very comfortable. It's, yeah. So it's tough to be understood by everybody, especially traditionalists, because we tend to not be very traditional unless you were an Aquarius who was raised by hippies, you're probably not a traditional person yeah <laughs> you know? there's and like even a- the ones that were raised by hippies are probably not traditional 
that's what I mean. Like they'll end up becoming traditional just to not be like their parents, but like it, there's this rebellious nature about Aquarius in general. And, um, you know, I manifest that way, but there's also a very intellectual side, you know, the philosophical side that we talked about before, highly eccentric, um, you know, and that's, that's basically about all I want to say about it, except for, I'm going to show you the card real quick. Definitely. So Aquarius's card is the star. Oh, and I forgot to mention one of the other reasons why we're a walking contradiction is because we're an air sign that includes water. Go figure. <laughs> oh, I don't hell get on it. Earth. <laughs> you know, like, like, I don't think there's even another sign that mixes the elements like that, you know, and you, you just don't know. Like a lot of people are like, isn't Aquarius water? The symbol is the yeah, water, you know, and Aquarius like, no. are always very hopeful people. Like they always look on the bright side when they're faced with adversity or a challenge, you know, like they don't, they don't let that challenge define them. You know, like yeah. they're like, we're going to get over this and figure out a way, you know, which yeah, is nice a- to be able to be that kind of fluid. Yeah. But- right. And this is about, and it's Aquarius is very much about like progression and trying to make a better world for humanity and you know, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Yeah, look I mean, at that, look at that. that lady bearing that cup like a boss. Yeah, I believe <laughs> and in it and all. I just say blah 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 because it's like it, uh, you, you hear it so much and you're just like, yes, I know, I know. <laughs> so, <laughs> there was also oh, there was also one more thing. I actually learned this about this card today, and I I had never noticed this bird. And this bird is apparently the ibis. I don't know if I'm pronouncing yeah. that right. Uh, the sacred ibis of thought. And so, you know, in the tree of the mind. So that's actually like very, very beautiful. I, I can't believe I didn't know that before. Yeah. Well, <laughs> thought is associated with higher thinking, divine connection and like enlightenment and stuff like that and like magic and witchcraft and stuff like that. Yeah. And that's very so, much the star card in general. So yes. Oh, good. definitely. So yeah. we want to thank you guys for joining us for this wonderful episode on air signs. And if you're an air sign, make sure you comment and let us know. We want to know all you air signs and who's who. (laughs) Um, We put out a podcast episode every week on Thursdays on YouTube and on all major podcasting platforms. I'm Athena Silver. I'm a professional psychic medium. Um, This is my information here. Reach out to me through my website, readingswithathenasilver.com. And my Instagram is athena.silver and my TikTok is athena underscore silver. How about you, Anya? How do they get hold of you? All right. So I am now a certified hypnotherapist. Yay! <laughs> Got my certification. So, and I also read tarot cards and you can reach me at Anya River, A-N-J-A-R-I-V-E-R, either on Facebook or Instagram. Awesome. Well, congratulations, Anya. We are all very proud of you. Thank um, you. Me the most. <laughs> Thank you. That's very well, sweet. We'll see you guys next week. Have a wonderful night. Bye. Thanks. Bye. <laughs>